and welcome to the Tea Party Policy Chat Podcast. This is Scott Harris, the Constitutional Patriot. And today on the Tea Party Policy Chat Podcast, we are going to be going through uh, more proof that the Biden administration is incompetent, disengaged, and totally being thrown under the bus by the mainstream media. So who will the who will the mainstream media and those with the super delegates that determine um, forget what the people want, forget what the Democratic voter wants, because the way the Democratic Party chooses its nominee has nothing to do with whatever delegate gets the most votes. Whatever what what the people. What the voters want within the Democratic Party does not determine who is going to be the delegate for the nominee of the Democratic Party. So who in the mainstream media, who in the mainstream media that influence the superdelegates, that small oligarchy of superdelegates that determines who will win the nomination? In the past two Democratic nominations for president, Bernie Sanders had the most delegates. That is a fact. Bernie Sanders won both previous two presidential primaries for president of the United States. But did he receive the nomination? No. First, the superdelegates chose Hillary Clinton. Second, the superdelegates chose, because they did not want Bernie Sanders to win, they chose <laughs> the incompetent, the brainless Joe Biden, which I call King Dumbass. Now, in choosing King Dumbass, now they're realizing that they picked somebody who is a dumbass. Now, who are these people in the mainstream media who have backed and who have lied and manipulated data and manipulated facts and lied about and just made crap up? Who are they going to throw him under the bus for? Well, we'll shall see. And in today's Tea Party Policy Chat, the tea that I'm enjoying during this is the Harney and Sons Master Tea Blenders from ink from our brothers and sisters or cousins across the pond and my heritage country, Tower of London Blend. This is a very good tea. It's in tea bags. Okay. Um, and it's really, really good tea. Um, I buy it all the time. And I have a can here and a can at home. And here it is, enjoying it in my Constitutional Patriot podcast mug, which a link will be available in the show notes. They make great Valentine's Day gifts. <laughs> sure. Well, you know, there's rifles on it. So, and there's red, you know, and giving the gift of liberty to your loved one. Okay, moving on from my commercial. The Tea Party Policy Chat is proudly brought to you by Scott Harris Tax. Go to scottharristax.com and make an appointment to have your taxes done um, in the Fresno, Clovis, Sanger, Kerman, 
Fresno, California area. It, uh, $200 out the door, all forms and all state returns included. When I say $200, I mean $200. You're not going to be, it's not going to be, hey, 200 bucks and then, well, you had these other forms, so it's more. No, $200 means all forms, right? You know, so I know because I've done taxes with other companies and I know that's a good deal. So there you go. And you don't have to sit in a grocery store or, in a you know, with people walking around, standing around, listening to your business. You're in a private office with a door that closes, you know, and a receptionist up front. So, you know, that's, that's, that's what we have here. So um, that's scottharristax.com. The phone number's there. The email's there. So um, if you know somebody in the Fresno area, and hey, it's tax time, and you need somebody. I've been doing taxes since 2017. Okay, I have lots of experience, so you know, give me a call and make an appointment. Okay, now uh, on today's Tea Party Policy Chat, um, I was... In the, I, earlier today, I did a podcast from a Constitutional Patriot podcast, and I didn't get to these. And I had other ones. The ones that I did, um, that was dealing with the weakness of our military, um, military readiness if we were to get into a prolonged conflict with China. And I talked about um, my treaty organization that I have for my international policy is uh, called Pre-2. Uh, the Pacific Rim Treaty Organization. That's something I have come up with. That's my coin term. And I would like, you know, so check that out. Um, I talk about that. I talk about Pre-2 in the Constitutional Patriot Podcast and the Patriot Foreign Policy Podcast. Uh, links will be in the show notes. Uh, for those of you who are solopreneurs like myself or small businesses operating out of your uh, home-based business um, and you have and you want to know about um, the home office deduction, I will be doing a uh, solopreneur business patriot podcast about the home office deduction uh, for your home office. Um, so there's things that, there's some tricks, not tricks. Tricks is not the proper term. There are some very important facts that you need to be aware of um, when dealing with a home office deduction. And I will talk about that in the podcast. On the Solopreneur Business Patriot podcast, a link to that podcast will be in the show notes. So please subscribe. It's all free. You know, my, all my podcasts are free. But if you like the content of the Constitutional Patriot podcast, the Tea Party Policy Chat podcast, the Patriot uh, Foreign Policy podcast, and the Solopreneur Business Patriot Podcast, please contribute to, if you like the content, there are two tip jars. There's a buy me a, cuppy, buy me a coffee uh, link and a PayPal donate. You can, d donate, you can contribute as, um, you know, uh, just as any amount you desire. But if you, like the if you like the content, please, please, please contribute. Thank you very much. Now, what we're going to do in... Um, in tonight's episode, it's evening, it is uh, February 1st in the year of our Lord, 2023, a Wednesday. And we are going over, we are going to be showing, highlighting 
One, the incompetence of the national policy that is basically destroying this country, and that is the open-door policy of the Biden administration. Not only is he basically destroying our country by turning it over to communist China, uh, he is also um, enabling communist China to bring in enough drugs that will kill us, every person in this country, multiple times over. <laughs> okay. In fact, there was a bust there already in this fiscal year, since October, there's already been enough fentanyl seized to kill every person on the planet. Okay, seriously. Seriously. <laughs> it's, it's insane. And it keeps coming. It keeps coming. It's coming in from China. I consider this an act of war. I really do. And this Biden administration is an accessory to the fact. The, the, I, I talked about what the Biden administration did in the Constitutional Patriot podcast on dealing with China. So check that out. Um, a link will be in the show notes. But today we're going to highlight you know, what the state governments are doing to take action to limit the damage caused by the Biden's refusal to do his job. Refu the Biden presidency refusing to do what he has sworn to office to do is to protect this country. And we are going to be doing that in three videos and um, in this podcast. So what we're going to do is we're going to do the co-share uh, screen thing. And we have here, oh, I love Governor Abbott. I, you know, I, 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 I talk to people all the time in Texas. Um from from a different uh, mark I do a lot of alignable uh, networking events um, and I chat with people and I and I talk to like customer service people for my banking and and a brokerage my IRA um, through Charles Schwab my IRS through Charles Schwab so I go and there's people like you know Dave from Texas and Sally from you know Florida and the these are not their names but they tell me their name their first name and what state and they're always in if they're from Texas or a, or a conservative state I first first thing I say is what's it like what does it feel like to live in a state run by sane people see I don't have that I live in a state run by a group of people who try to outdo each other by being stupid, ignorant fools. The more stupid, ignorant fool one person is, the mass group of them will try to outdo that by being even more stupid, more ignorant, more foolish. It is run by insane people. The state of California is a lost cause. If you have the ability to escape, then leave. Dear God, leave. If you have a business and you can relocate it, relocate it. You know, I say fire the people here. If they don't want to move, move. If they don't want to move with you to Texas or wherever you want to move your business to, do it. Move. Move. And don't bring and don't offer to bring with you the liberal woke people that work for you. Fire their butts and hire some sane people in the state you get to. Imagine how easier your business would be run when you get rid of the California woke crap. Wow. There you go.
they're because they're going to soon pass or probably try to pass a law like they did in Atlas Shrug. California is the country of Atlas Shrug where where's John Galt? That's what California is becoming. The John Galts are disappearing. Who's John Galt? Where's John Galt? Those of you that don't know what that is, you need to eat, read Ayn Rand's Atlas Shrug. Or, and also, I highly recommend Fountainhead. Oh, good book. It will change your thought process. But, beside, but now we're going to get to the Texas Governor Greg Abbott holds a press conference. And what is he going to say in this press He's going to announce a, a Texas border czar. Why? Because Word Salad, Vice President Word Salad, who is the border czar, has never, for in the past two years, has never, in her entire political career, has never been to the border. She's been to El Paso, but not the border. She was too, she, she got 2,000 miles closer to the border than she normally is, so there's that. <laughs> but she still has never been to the border. And the president's been to the border, but where he when he went to El Paso, Texas, what did they do? They cleaned up, they basically took everybody out of the city. <laughs> so he didn't see any any migrants. He they just this the the federal government came in the night before and cleaned them all out and hosed down the streets. So he came there is there is apps. So when he came and saw the border, there was no border crisis because what they do, they moved him out of the city so that he wouldn't be photographed with migrants. Oh, oh, such a scam. But here we are with Texas Governor Greg Abbott announcing a border czar. For joining with us here today for a landmark announcement. First of all, I want to uh, thank the folks who are with First of all, um, he, in, he enabled Article 1, Section 10, which basically de declared the border under inv the, invasion, the immigration crisis an invasion. So that gave him the authority to do this. Thus, in, including uh, Major General Seltzer, who is the Adjutant General uh, for the Texas National Guard. We have Colonel Steve McCraw, who is the Director of the Texas Department of Public Safety. We have Eddie Betancourt, a commissioner with the Texas Facilities Commission. Uh, and we have uh, a special guest I will uh, uh, introduce you to here shortly. First, I'll tell you this, and that is building a border wall and adding hundreds of miles of other barriers is only one way that Texas is responding to President Biden's refusal to enforce the immigration laws of the United States of America. That right there, refusal to enforce the immigration laws of America. Not only is he refusing to do this, the United States government paid tens of millions of dollars for prefab wall parts that can to easily be installed that are sitting in a field in Texas. I would confiscate that if I were you, Greg Abbott, Governor Abbott. I would say the state of Texas is hereby confiscating this property, and we are going to use it, statify it, you know, national nationalize, uh, statealize, if that's a word, make it a word, statealize, state confiscating federal property for use as it's supposed to be used for, um, for proper use. And um, that would be, I'm telling you right now, you would get pretty much 
almost, you'd probably get only like three states saying, no, you can't do that. And those would be California, Washington, and New York. Pretty much every other state would say, yeah, go ahead, do it. Go ahead, do it. Yeah, yeah, it's already paid for. Go ahead, do it. We have turned back more than 32,000 illegal immigrants trying to cross into our country. We've arrested more than 24,000 criminals. And I would like to this this was this was yesterday on January thirtieth in the year of our Lord twenty twenty three, and um, yesterday in the year of our Lord um, January thirty first, twenty twenty three, a terrorist, a terrorist on the federal terrorist list, an Iranian, an Iranian Islamic terrorist was captured by Texas law enforcement in Texas. A terrorist who has been turned over to the FBI, which the FBI um, either confirmed or denied that he has been and where he is and what he's doing and what are they going to do, release him? He is a terrorist, a wanted person on the terror list, captured crossing the border illegally. Illegally by somebody who was driving the car who got the job from f- the which is used by TikTok the cartels the drug smuggling and coyote cartels are using TikTok to hire Uber drivers and teenagers to ferry illegal aliens in the trunks of the cars and in the backs of the cars across into into the internal parts of the country. And this is what was happened. And this is, they found him in the trunk of a car. Hmm. The guy got the job on TikTok. TikTok being used for drug smuggling. TikTok being used for sex trafficking. And TikTok also being used by House, House representative from California... Shifty Shift, who's running for California State Senate with advertising on TikTok, hmm, and who is basically a communist agent. We have seized enough fentanyl to kill every man, woman, and child in the entire United States of America. And we have targeted the cartels that profit off of the illegal immigration policies The fentanyl poisoning is the number one cause of death between the ages of 18 and 45. The number one cause of death in this entire country is not COVID. It's not cancer. It's not any other disease. It's fentanyl poisoning. In fact, there were cops. There was was a Texas cop on just a pullover with a white powder on on the dash and a wind gust blew the powder into her, and she had to be used Narcan twice on her to save her life. An accidental poisoning. Doing her job. Making Texas safe against the, co- the corrupt, um, illegal coyotes who are bringing drugs into this country to kill Americans. Brought to you by the Chinese Communist Party and the Mexican drug cartels. And encouraged and 
and assisted by the Biden administration and the Democratic Party. Of President Biden. Well, combating illegal immigration in Texas is a full-time job. It's a job that requires a leader whose only focus is responding to President Biden's open border policies. President Biden, who, when he became president, the day he became president, um, the day he took the oath of office, the border was the most secure it has been in the history of the country. The border, the 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 border was more secure. You had the policies of, of remain in Mexico and and all these other policies. And on day one, he changed all that. He issued executive orders that destroyed every policy that the Trump administration had to control the border, to limit border crossings, to deport people. He ended all that and created an open-door policy, which, caught, which created the crisis we have across the country and the massive numbers of deaths. A vote for a Democrat is a vote for a drug trafficker. A vote for a Democrat is a vote for a sex trafficker. A vote for a Democrat is, in, is a vote to encourage the number one cause of death in this country, fentanyl poisoning. And that is facts. That is facts. Today I'm announcing a border czar to fulfill that mission. We found the right person for the job in Mike Banks. Mike Banks is an award-winning Border Patrol agent. He has held important Border Patrol leadership positions for more than 20 years, serving under four presidents. He has served on the border. So Mike Banks served for four different presidents. He has 20 years experience as a border guard, as a border um, leadership on on border border patrol. So he has the field experience, the leadership experience, and the administrative experience to do this. My question is, why was he? Why didn't Biden make him or somebody like him the borders are? But who did he choose? Who did he choose to be the borders are? Word salad. The cackling, giggling laughing word salad vice president who has who has never been able to string three sentences together in any coherent way who just starts giggling in inappropriate ways in inappropriate places she has made she made the vice presidency a laughing stock around the world and an embarrassment to the united states government to the United States people. When you have our allies talking about how stupid she is and how embarrassing they are for us in their news media, that's, that says something. These are our allies. And even our allies can't say, yeah, this is stupid. She is a complete embarrassment to you people. You know, this, this, is, this is ridiculous. But it has to do with what is the purpose of this? What is the purpose of, of choosing her?
because she checked the boxes. She was a black woman. That's so she's. We already have somebody I would refer to as check boxes, but that's but that's pretty much what every person is in the Biden administration, a check box. Experience that the that Greg Abbott was talking about, Mike Banks. That he listing his accomplishments, his achievements, his his many years of leadership, his his working in high level administrations for four different presidents on this issue, that's experience. That's not a checkbox. That's experience. Here in the Rio Grande Valley, as well as in Arizona and California and at the United States Border Patrol headquarters in Washington, D.C. He retired from the Border Patrol about 10 days ago. Mike has seen firsthand the struggles of ranchers and communities caused by open borders. He when he talks about the, border, the, the, the problems caused by ranchers and open borders, there were numerous stories, numerous uh, case studies where um, migrants are coming onto people's property, destroying their their water pumps, destroying their land, uh, sca killing their cattle and their livestock, going into their homes and busting into their homes and stealing food and, and destroying their houses. In fact, there was back in going back in time. We're going to go back in time to traveling back in time to the '90s. When one of the drug cartels took over a ranch in Texas during the Clinton administration, they dug a tunnel and popped up into this guy's living room on purpose, and they used it as a stash house. He, the neighbors, the border patrol, like we can't do ice. We don't have the band power. We don't, the the federal government wouldn't help them. So the neighbors armed themselves, and they fought the cartel. And they retook the house, resulting in several dead cartel members. And the federal government, why aren't you going to prosecute them? And the Texas government says they were, they were self-defense and did not prosecute them. What the federal government wanted to. They wanted to prosecute these men for taking back the property that was seized by a drug cartel. And that, is, that was during a Democratic administration with a viewpoint that, that supporting the drug cartels against armed Americans was more important because of their anti-gun policy. They don't want people to defend themselves. And, he, and here, the, this is what's going to happen. It's, getting, it's going to get to the point to where these ranchers and these farmers are going to, start, are going to be are, are armed and there's going to be shooting involved when it, to defend themselves. It will get to that point if, if this is not cleaned up. And now that we have Mike Banks, a, uh, a border czar, and not word salad. ...understands the dangerous impact that Mexican drug cartels have on our country. The human trafficking, the drug running, and well as uh, the smuggling of deadly drugs like fentanyl. He's worked with mayors and other governmental leaders in both the United States and in Mexico. He has collaborated with the United States military, ICE, the National Guard, DPS, 
as well as local law enforcement. Mike will work in the Office of Governor for the State of Texas and report directly to me. He will be headquartered in the border region in Westlaco, Texas. He will travel frequently up and down the border as well as around the state as needed. Mike will tap his expertise to deploy strategies that reduce illegal immigration and keep our community safe. What I would suggest, um, um, Governor Abbott, is is setting up a a um, an assistant to him to coordinate other state border activities um, and um, uh, border border czars in other states, such as maybe Arizona, such as Florida, such as South Dakota and New Hampshire, right? to coordinate intelligence activities, if nothing else. That would be my suggestion. Um, so, so, if you, so, that, so that's my suggestion to Governor Abbott, is that there be a under, an, uh, an assistant to the, uh, in, his, in his office of um, borders are, um, uh, that he has somebody to help with coordinating intelligence um, with other states. He will work on things like the surge operation like we used in El Paso last month. He will collaborate with the National Guard and DPS as well as other state agencies along with... Oh, I, wow. He will collaborate with other state agencies. ...local officials and landowners on other border security measures. And he will work with the Facilities Commission to accelerate the building of the border wall in Texas. Texas... We're not going to stand idly by while the Biden administration refuses to enforce the immigration laws. Now, the Biden administration, um, the Arizona government has, has started building uh, container walls, double-high container, uh, shipping containers along the border as a border wall. And the Biden administration has ordered that be removed. Um, my question is, why are they removing it? Like, if you want it removed, send your people down here and do it. We're not doing it. Oh, you're trespassing and then arrest them. <laughs> oh, you're trespassing on private property. You're, you, you're hereby trespassing on private property. We're going to arrest you. You hereby process, you know, this, this, is, this is the issue here, right? But see, in the last election, ooh, the voting machines don't seem to be working in, like, ma in, in massive... Con in conservative controlled districts, those voting machines didn't work. So you what? A th almost a third of the voters in those districts were turned away to keep them from voting. Ooh, voter fraud! Voter fraud alert! Voter fraud alert! Voter fraud alert! Or let's just not say voter fraud. Let's say voter integrity mishap. Whatever you want to call it. A voting machine mishap is when it only affects one party is voter fraud. When the voting machine mishap only has a negative effect on the Republicans, that's not a voting machine mishap. That's voter fraud. Okay? That's what happened in the governor election in Arizona. So, putting that aside, 
why are the people, the county governments that are along that border, why are those county sheriffs allowing this to happen? Arrest them for trespassing. Keep that border wall up. As our borders are, Mike Banks will work with stakeholders and communities, law enforcement on the streets to enforce the laws on the books and drive down. I want to thank everybody for... So that's, that's what they're going to do. Okay. And I gave my analysis on that. That is something... Um, and so, but see, here's the thing. Why would Governor Abbott be having to go to that extent? Maybe it has something to do with the title of this next video. Biden's complete indifference to the topics. Unbelievable, Lizby. So his complete indifference to the American people's problems, his complete indifference to the to the troubles caused by these illegal these illegal migrants, because the the final objective of this illegal migration is the complete and total destruction of democracy in the United States. That's the purpose of this. Liz Peek, back with us this Wednesday morning. You say that Biden's open border policies will hurt him, hurt the Democrats in 2024. Make a case. Well, this is what had to happen. See, this is uh, today. This was today. Happen. This is what Governor Abbott and Ducey and DeSantis have done, is bring this problem to every city in America now. Every state is a border state, and it's high time, too, because Stuart... See, one thing is, is Governor Sununu from New Hampshire, he was talking about this as well. And he, he he's a northern he's a northern border his the, the state of New Hampshire borders Canada, up there in Quebec up there right, and he's having border problems up there on the northern border. Because there's a lot of the a lot of this problem that's occurring on the southern border is starting to migrate to the Canadian border as well. And Justin Trudeau has no no ability to stop it at all. He he encourages this. He encourages this. And this whole COVID, it's a COVID restriction. This whole destruction of the American capitalistic system. All of those things that destroy America, destroy the capitalistic system of the West, of the of nation states. All of that. He wants to destroy all of that to institute what he refers to as a catalytic event to institute a communist utopia. That's Dustin Trudeau. I hate that guy. Americans, most Americans didn't even know we had a border crisis. They didn't know that over 5 million people have come across the southern border in Joe Biden's time in office. So those are the five and what, three million of them are gotaways? This is high time. Why are we now aware of it? Because they're showing up on our streets. They're taking over our schools. Uh, what they're showing on the screen with Liz Peek speaking is in New York City on Tuesday, the, these, uh, the migrants are being shipped from Texas to New York, okay? And the first round were mostly all single men. And they put them up in this, in this luxury hotel, paid for by the U.S. tax dollar, gave every single one of them a smartphone, right? A smartphone. I don't have a smartphone. The government's not giving me a smartphone with a free data plan, a free unlimited data plan. 
I don't get a free unlimited data plan in a smartphone. Maybe if I came across the border and and he's like, oh, you, oh no, habla espanol, you know, habla espanol, no, la luz cafe, and and if I come across the border pretending to be a migrant, maybe I can get a free smartphone with an unlimited data plan. The the regulations in this country are insane. You have the number one tennis player in the men's tennis player in the world not allowed to come to this country because of covid vaccine restrictions but all but th 5 million people coming across the border illegally all unvaccinated and allowed to stay in luxury hotels paid for by the taxpayer I, t I said it on my podcast, man, is like uh, the, that tennis player, he should fly to Mexico, come across the border illegally, um, and get on a bus, free bus ride to New York, a free phone, and free hotel while he could have played in the U.S. Open. And won it. Because he didn't need a vaccination to play in the tournament, he needed a vaccination to get his ass into the country. Oh, man. And it's still that way. It's still that way to this day. Dumbass is to Democrats as air is to breathing. Once again, dumbass is to Democrats as air is to breathing. Demanding free medical care. The point is, Americans now are beginning to learn that there is a cost to illegal immigration. Up until now, it was like someone else's problem. Yeah, there's some people at the border, but really, who cares? Now, see, yeah, what's happening? Look at San Francisco. Look at look at Los Angeles. Look at look at the policies of the Democratic Party in all of these Democrat-controlled cities and states. It is they're complete toilets. If you're looking at this, it's like all these people is like they completely destroyed this hotel. Completely destroyed this luxury hotel. And they and they're and they won't leave. They don't they don't want to leave. They were being kicked out and they're being sent to a brand new facility with games, with pool tables, with recreation facilities, computer facilities, fresh food, snacks. All, all in Brooklyn. No, we want to stay in Manhattan. Oh, we want to sleep on the streets in Manhattan. It's like, ins how insane are these people? Man, I'd be the one going to that because, man, you could stay there all you want and eat all the food you want and get free f computers and free housing and free, free everything free, free, free. Do whatever you want and be the only one there. Seriously, these people are stupid. We know, yes, there's a cost. Education, for example, countrywide, now estimated to cost Americans $7 billion this year of all of people. $7 billion for education costs for, for pretty much basically crap education. The education from the public school system is crap. The history being taught in the history curriculums in public school is the, is the 1619 Project curriculum, which has been proven, been proven to be fake history. A lot of the stuff that they're teaching as history didn't even happen. Didn't even happen. It's made up. It, doesn't, it, it did not exist. Made up dates, made up events, events that they're reporting as historical fact didn't even occur. They didn't even occur. There's numerous examples of this throughout the entire 1619 project. Did not occur.
and it's it's because it it they're what they're doing is creating an ideological narrative for brainwashing of children. That's all they care about is creating a socialistic, pro-communist, pro-authoritarian, anti-liberty conceptual framework that America is evil. So they created a fake curriculum to do this. And that is and it's admitted that's what they were the purpose for it. There was no secret. People illegal and this is pretty factual. This is the kids of the number of people who've come in as, into the country and are staying here, which is probably around two million people. So this is something that's gonna hurt taxpayers and I think uh, Joe Biden's complete indifference to this topic has been unbelievable. Finally, they came out. The complete indifference to this topic is the reason that Greg Abbott was forced, was forced to declare an invasion, okay, across the border. Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution, giving him the authority to take over control over the border when, the, when it has been declared an invasion. And he has the right to declare it as an invasion. And he gives him, it gives him military control over the border. And he did that. Other states need to do it as well. Governor Sununu, do it. Do it. The governor in Arizona, I'd say do it, but she's too stupid to understand. She doesn't even understand how to run an, an election. <laughs> oh, that woman is so stupid. Oh, jeez. She actually, her state actually has a, a vote, uh, has school choice laws on the books, and she wants to take them away and force parents to pull their kids out of private school and put them in public school so that they can be brainwashed. She is so stupid. Dumbass is to Democrats as air is to breathing. With some new rules and regulations, which are so convoluted, only uh, have to do with immigrants from four countries, so they're certainly not a big fix. We need a big fix. We need to close the border. See, what he's talking about is he's limiting the number of people from Venezuela, Cuba, okay, and um, and these other communist countries. The reason for that is that they actually have these people from these communist countries, Cuba, Venezuela, their claims of persecution are legitimate. They're, they are, they're the only resident, the only people that actually have legitimate amnesty claims. I want amnesty. I want, I want amnesty. Well, the only ones, you have to be politically and religiously persecuted to qualify. Being from a poor country or a country that has high crime does not qualify you for amnesty. So all of these amnesty claims, 80, 90% of them don't count. They will be denied amnesty. But people from Venezuela, people from Cuba, they are being persecuted. They are being persecuted because that's what communism does. It persecutes people's liberties, politically, religiously. These people are being persecuted. They deserve amnesty. People from Hong Kong, come on in, people. Let's go. You people are suffering under a totalitarian jackboot of communism. 
You deserve amnesty. People that smuggle, get, get, that sneak out of North Korea, come, please. You are suffered under the jackboot of Soviet communism in North Korea. You deserve amnesty. Those suffering under the communist jackboot of tyranny in Cuba, come across, come here free. We welcome you, we love you, come. Those people who are death squads, being hunted by death squads in Venezuela, get out, come to America, come to, the, come to liberty, come where you can be loved by people who love you. And we do love immigrants who come here legally, come here through the amnesty, who deserve amnesty. Those people who are smuggling, cutting in line just to get here, no, you don't deserve jack shit. Get your ass out and do it legally. You want to come to this country? You want to immigrate to this country? Fine. You go to an embassy, you fill out, a, you fill out the paperwork, and you wait your turn. You wait your turn. You do it legally. Then and only then will I respect you. Then and only then will I respect you. You come here with real amnesty. You get here and you have a real amnesty claim. You're from a country, a communist country, that's persecuting your religion. Persecuting people in China, Fulong Gong practitioners, Christians, Uyghurs. If you can get your butt out of that country and get to America, God bless you. You are here. We love you. We want to help you. You deserve the amnesty. Not these people from, oh, we're from a poor country and we just want to come and get welfare and live and get free stuff. Those people don't deserve shit. I want to help people who deserve it, to deserve the taxpayer dollars to help them. Those are the people who are suffering and being persecuted because of religion and political ideologies. Those people suffering under communism. Those people, and those people only, should be given amnesty. And Americans, are, this is going to be a big topic. He's running away from it. I, it I, is. I'm going to change the subject for a second. This is a touchy subject here. President Biden has his physical exam on February the 16th. Right here, his dumbassness of, of President Joe Biden. 16th. There's a Republican congressman, Scott Desjardins, who is also a former doctor. And he says he wants Biden to undergo a cognitive test. Yeah. All right, let's take... This right here is key. Um, during the debates, um, uh, Trump went through a cognitive test, and he wanted Biden to do it too. But Biden wouldn't do it. But the Biden administration, but the Biden campaign, no. They said no. That on. Well, look, do you think he should take one? Absolutely. 64% of the country is either worried or very worried about Biden's mental fitness. It's time we found out whether this is concern. He has no mental fitness. I've talked about this at nauseum about the handshake to nowhere. If you look at the video, he turns, seeing no one there, raises his hand and, and moves it up and down as if to shake someone's hand who was there, and then being guided off the stage by somebody who's not there. Now, was he seeing somebody there? Was he having a delusion? Who knows? But it is. it shows that he is mentally disturbed. There was during the G20 conference, he was just wandering around aimlessly, not knowing who he was or where he was. That happened. And then the whole funny thing about him with reading the instructions, sit down, look at the person to the right with an arrow pointing. And he would reading the instructions. I mean, that was hilarious. And uh, 
the Sky News people, Sky News Australia. Oh, that was hilarious. But see, this is this. He has no mental facilities to do the job. He is. Oh, he he starts answering questions. He keeps saying, "Well, I'm not supposed to answer that. I'm not. They don't let me to answer this thing." Who doesn't? The Easter Bunny. He is insane. That we should all share or not. There is, and this is really kind of funny, because this goes back to the 2020 election. Joe Biden, remember, said famously that he's being tested all the time. Donald Trump took something called, I've got to remind myself, the Montreal oh. Cognitive Assessment when Test. Trump took the Montreal That's Test? Right. And he got See, the, the, they're going to go into the details of what the Montreal Test is, okay? But the, and it's a, it's a very, very significant test. Okay, that talks about they're going to go into great detail explaining what it is. And the point I'm trying to make is, is that I think that I think that every political leader over, I don't know, 75 should be required to take this yearly. I really think that they should be required to take this yearly as part of their yearly physical. If you are over 75, this should be a requirement. If you're going to be in, pu in public service, being paid for by the taxpayer, are you mentally competent to stay in your job? And the tests be, should be made public and done by nonpartisan doctors or a doctor from the other party. Yes. And I think it should be done three times by three different doctors. And then only after all three tests are done, then the results shared between the three doctors. Uh, 30 out of 30, a perfect score. And oh. then, of course, he bragged about it because he would, right? <laughs> but the truth is Biden refused to do it. It's a 10-minute test, Stuart. Why hasn't he done it? In the physical he took last year, 2021, not 22, didn't do one in 22, he refused to take a cognitive test. Why hasn't he done that? I mean, it seems to me... If it'll you know, he refused to do it because he, everybody knows he won't pass it. Everybody knows he won't pass it. Okay? So now we're going to... Oh, Candace Owens. I love Candace Owens. I mean, she is... Um, Candace Owens is the... Oh, she she's great. I just love her. She is just I, I I was I watch her testimony before Congress and how she destroys those congressmen and and points them out how basically they're being racist. I just love it. She's she is super great, fantastic. She is super wickedly smart. Um she's she's great. She is absolutely great. And um I'd like to congratulate her on the birth of her baby. Wow. And she's just so beautiful, too. And this is Candace Owens. The media is dumping Joe Biden. That's why I took it. And then, the, and then in the picture you have, it's from the Tucker show, Tucker Carlson show, and he has the Obamas part due, part two. Candace Owens is the host of the Candace Owens podcast. She joins us. Candace, thanks so much for coming on. Um, how much more? Oh, there's, she's like a supermodel. She's like a supermodel. She she's a political analyst and a podcaster. She's absolutely super great, smart. You know, she's great. She's also could be a supermodel. What the hell? She's she's just gorgeous. Oh, per, oh. Michelle Obama, do you think we'll be seeing between now and say the January primaries of twenty twenty four? 
I think you have it exactly right. I think we're going to be seeing a lot of her, and I know that we've all been wondering who are they. No one wants to see Michelle Obama. No one wants to see a lot of Michelle Obama. I don't want to see a lot of Michelle Obama. Please, dear God, no. Oh, it's so ugly. It's, uh, uh, yeah, no one wants to see that. She's completely, you know, she's, she's totally nuts. She was, uh, not until Obama was elected was she proud of her country. She did say that. Really? You're not proud of your country for defeating, con you're not proud of your country for defeating communism. You're not proud of your country for defeating Hitler. You're not proud of your country for basically ending slavery. You're not proud of your country for freeing people through capitalism and providing more uplifting people out of poverty through the spread of world capitalism, which is highly responsible by the United States government. You're not, re you're not proud of your country for the George Bush program to basically help people in Africa with AIDS. Really? You're not, help you're not, ha you're not proud of your country for any of that. Only because Obama was president, who up until Joe Biden was the worst president in American history. Wow. They're going to put up as a candidate. It's become very clear the media is dumping Joe Biden, right? Suddenly they're yeah. able to critique Hunter Biden's laptop. They're able to look at all of his corruption and things that they just were unwilling to do for the first four years of his presidency. So they're basically saying, we no longer have your back. Now we're saying that you do do some bad stuff. And, oh, maybe he's not just forgetful sometimes. Maybe he is, in fact, senile. So we okay, given the fact that he is senile, they're going to bring uh, Michelle Obama which, uh, what was that, uh, that comedian woman said that she was a man, um, you know, transgender. I, I, I don't know, I don't care, that's, you know, between her and, you know, whatever. But please, do not bring this woman back. I mean, I don't think, what about Newsom? Uh, yeah, bring Newsom back. Let 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 Newsom run against DeSantis. Oh, that would be fantastic. Oh, yeah, it was like the it was like you know um, what 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 twenty what ten percent or fifteen twenty percent of the people that voted for for um, for DeSantis as governor were actually at one time living in California. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, a third. Of what it was like. I don't know how. Um, I lost. I lost seventy-five percent of my clients from leaving the state. So I'm, I'm building my business from the ground up, and because of, they all left the state, and half of them went to Texas, and half of them went to Florida. <laughs> oh, oh God, California. And I'm stuck in. And I'm stuck in the hell crap that Newsom created. <laughs> and we're not going to have him forth as a candidate. It begs the question, you know, which ism are they going to run on? This is what they do. You are correct. Uh, you have sexism, which we, I think people grew very tired of after Hillary Clinton. We get it. We all hate women. We're all misogynists, according to the left. And they ran Hillary and she didn't win. When they ran Biden, of course, it was racism. It was everybody is a racist. It was the COVID pandemic. You're right about these emergencies. But what I will say about Michelle Obama is I think she's smarter than to run on just race because people forget this, but Obama was smarter than to run on just oh, race yes. the first time that he ran. He refused to answer those questions. I think what she's doing and the reason why she's talking about her menopause is she's making an Oprah appeal. She's appealing to suburban yes. women because that's the people, that's the group of individuals that Biden lost, right? So she's going to be running for, she's going to be the suburban woman power, suburban female power uh, candidate.
to to gather up the the white suburban uh, uh, guilt, right? White guilt of suburbia to vote for her. Yeah, that's what she's going to get. Um, yeah, I don't think that that that's enough to win. Um, I think that I think that they'll look at the policies that she endorsed of her husband because you know they'll do that because what experience does she have what experience does she have as so basically be the same old people running the same old policies to, uh, basically which created during the Obama administration the people in California during his administration the unemployment rate in in central California was at 27% during the Obama administration in California, the unemployment rate in the Central Valley of California was 27%. The private school I was at was forced to close. Even the public schools were firing people. The, the 2010 Obama recession, I lost everything. I mean everything during that. And I'm not the only one. It took years to recover from that. And the Biden recession is destroying me again. And I'm having to rebuild from that. These Democrats are completely destructive of economic prosperity. You, you work hard, you fight, you do, you build, and then they destroy. That's what they do. I don't think people will buy it. But it was nice to see Candace Owens. Oh, she's so great. I just love Candace Owens. And that's where I'm going to leave it today on the Constitution Patriot Podcast Tea Party Policy Chat. Um, so this is a continuation podcast. I have two continuation podcasts, one dealing with domestic affairs, the Tea Party Policy Chat, the um, the continuation policy podcast um, for uh, the international affairs will be in the Patriot Foreign Policy podcast. So check that out as well. Links will be in the show notes. So I would like to say, if you are in the Fresno, California area or know somebody in the Fresno, California area, go to scottharristax.com, scottharristax.com. $200 out the door, all forms included. Thank you and God bless you all and goodbye.